ninja! The following program is in no way representative of the high-quality programming usually heard on the Maverick Radio Network. The views expressed and fishing techniques demonstrated are not endorsed by this station. The following is not a news broadcast. Welcome to the five count. Wait, what is this? It's the five count. Hi, welcome. Hey, how you doing? I'm really good. I was just showing Dusty a picture of my kid wearing a little fireman's hat and a look on his face is like, don't you even think about starting a fire, pal? I'll be putting that out in no time. It's looking serious. Serious. While wearing a pink diaper cover. Oh, I thought you... Never mind. What? It's pink. He's <laughs> For those of you who are not extreme fans of the show and haven't listened to the my entire life. Ton wears diapers is no, what he's trying my to son, say. We do cloth diapering and there's a whole system where the outer part is a uh, like a cloth, you know, colored outer section and then there's a, like a nylon shell inside there and then there's a diaper insert in there and that's the only thing you ever have to clean is really is the inserts. Anyways, we've got a daughter, so now, you know, my son just inherently has to wear pink sometimes. Pink diapers. It's fine. It's fine. He's a real man. Look at him. It's fine. What are you out there judging ton because his son wears pink pants? It's fine. Who cares? Everything's fine. He's a little he's a little fireman fighting fires and pink undies what are you upset because it's 89 degrees in here and i'm sitting yes. next to a fireplace in I, mid-july for some reason while makes, we do this stupid show <laughs> it makes me feel sick it's to my fine. stomach it's fine everything's fine it's gonna be just fine you've tuned into the five count here we are it's gonna be awesome billy floyd shouts was just in the studio but you do not get to hear from him in person tonight also, we rang up uh, professional wrestler Stonehenge's yes. phone bill about two hours worth. Man, that was something. How much do you think that cost? Nothing. Oh. I'm sure, all, I'm sure his not plan is... quite <laughs> as dramatic as I had pictured. It's not 1992 anymore. I'm sure his plan has unlimited calling. 
Listen, Ton, I've been sitting here in this metal folding chair next yeah. to a fireplace in the middle of July talking out loud to nobody for yeah. two and a half hours, and we're only three minutes into this show. I don't know how you do it, honestly. I don't know why I do it, That's honestly. ridiculous. <laughs> I, dude, I just opened the window to try to cool it down, and for some reason it's like 10 degrees hotter in this room. Listen, I'm very agitated, and I'm very tired, and I have a very sweaty sore bottom nice so i might be a bit agitated throughout this program tonight are you gonna power up like my son does i might punch out anybody who says anything to me in the next five seconds Ah, that's what he does you know what ton i don't know what we're gonna do tonight because we got nothing planned nobody's here and your shirt is very distracting just want you to know that. What's the problem? It's some boats. What is your problem? Boats. That is a good question. What is your problem? What kind of problems, man? I like sailboats. How come my mic keeps falling down near my crotch? Well, one of the problems is when I saw you try to tighten that little joint there, it, you actually loosened it. But I think you think oh, you tightened it. I think you think I think I don't know how to do it. <laughs> I mean, it looked like you loosened it to me. Should I try it don't again? Don't get upset. You just like... I think that's loosening. Yeah, there you go. You see, that's the direction. Yes, righty, oh, tighty, lefty, lefty, loosey. Lefty, tighty, righty, loosey. Yes. Ton, I don't know what uh, your problem is, but I do know <laughs> that it's going to be my problem for the next two hours. Yeah. It's it, actually still righty, tighty. It's just that it's facing away from you, Dust. So it's not, it feels like it because it's on your left-hand side. I don't know what you're even talking about You're not about a mechanical right guy, and so I'll excuse it this time. But you are beautiful, and I'm so glad that we are here together, even as sweaty as you are. I don't need smarts when you're as good-looking and as sweaty as I am. That's exactly it. Dusty is one of those guys that just the sweatier he gets, the better he looks. You know what I'm saying? There's dudes like that, that they just keep sweating. It's more drips of sweat, and it's like, wow. I'm one of them. He's one of them. Now, on Sundays, when your men's retreat groups gather in the Fireside Studios to talk about Jesus and their feelings, they're going to say, man, it stinks in here. Mm-hmm. And what are you going to tell them? I'll tell them that my good friend Dustin Wilmis has left a mark in your area. He's left his mark. Yeah. Spiritually and uh, sweat-stainedly. Yeah, man. It's all right. It'll air out by then. Well... We're going to air out all your dirty laundry on this program tonight. Really? really? It's the five count ton. That's what people expect. They want to know what makes you tick and why it's making you tick that way. My uh, my boat shirt probably does need a wash. It's fine, though. We've got some five count mailbag what's-its and people sent in some messages to the five count hotline. Beautiful. We have our own hotline. I bet you don't know a single program in the Tri-County area that has its own hotline definitely we're the only one five zero seven five one nine twenty thirty that's the five count hotline you can call that number you can text that number leave us a voicemail leave us a little text message a little written message right you can just just talk to us yeah you can type whatever you want any nonsense you want any insults you want to hurl towards ton you can send pictures to that number five zero seven five one nine twenty thirty you can send song requests, and we'll definitely for sure play them. In Definitely. 
in a timely manner. For sure. 100%. Did you kill our music? No, our I didn't kill your music. Hey, we're back. Nice. What kind of operation are you running here? Man. You know I can't do a top-notch quality radio program without rock and bed music. So I wanted to, uh, maybe I'll just uh, let the listeners know my little side project I'm working on um, so I can get to another story about that bed music. Uh, my daughter, we got her a little thing called a Yodo player, a Yodo mini. And it's kind of the equivalent of like my Fisher Price cassette player that I had when I was a kid, except it's uh, much lighter and smaller and far more capable. So she can take this anywhere, and there's these little... That's what Ton tells the ladies. <laughs> Smaller and lighter and much more capable. Yes. They usually don't fall for that. <laughs> you know, it's whatever. It's all about the percentages. <laughs> um, so you put this card in the top, and the card is like... You, you buy these different cards, and it's audiobooks. And it's um, the device is really meant to uh, have something where they're listening to audiobooks or... They can listen to um, kids-type podcasts. I haven't really explored those, but they also have their own radio station, Yodo Radio. Could we be one of those? It would be fun. On the app on your phone, so parents can also have some control over, I don't know, the whole device, really, over the phone to, to help you know guide the child, depending on their age. And so maybe, because there's other stations, but it's a UK company, so there's like all the BBC stations are on there and a bunch of different ones, but maybe we could talk to them, get on there. So anyhow, also Yodo Radio is actually really good. I actually totally enjoy that radio station when she plays it. But uh, so with the player, you also get a blank card and you can put on whatever you want. And the easiest way is to like, say little messages in through your phone like you can record it through your phone through their app and then it it just automatically sends it to the card Um, but you can also do it through the computer and so since we do this program and we have this uh this this nice equipment i decided let me go ahead and make something kind of more serious for my daughter so uh, i she likes me to read her he-man story so we've got the old he-man books and um, so I'm going to record those. I'm in the process of recording those, and I'm I'm layering in you know music on it and and all this stuff and a little bit of sound effects. And I'm actually going to do a turn the page jingle so that she can look at the book and listen to it at the same time. So I had the the board out, and I was trying to get her. Yeah, you know, wear the headphones and you talking to the mic and whatever, and. That was pretty hilarious. I'm hoping to get something out of it where we'll play on the program at some point. But uh, she kept hitting the bed music, and we had the same bed music on from last week, so she would just randomly, like, boom, jamming. So we're, like, jamming, listening to the, the, uh, the why am I, it's, I keep wanting to say monster jam now, but it's not that. Blood, sweat, and gears. Yes, the blood, sweat, and gears bed music. Um we're listening to that the whole time while she's talking, and I kept trying to like get a get a five count ID out of her, but I didn't want that bad music, so I tried to turn it off. She'd hit it right away again, or my oh yeah, different things. But it wasn't even because she necessarily liked the sounds. It was like oh, I want to hit this pink button or this purple one. I want to turn on all the colors, Dad. I want to hit all of the buttons on the entire board. 
kept being like, can you just not? I don't want to break something. <laughs> I don't want to screw this thing up. Do you think we could invent something like that just for our show? Five count radio? I'm thinking like um, something like a Teddy Ruxpin. Oh, an actual device. That you can just play the show out of? Yeah. Not Teddy Ru- I mean, maybe we could call it like uh, Tony Sexton. <laughs> and it would just be like a, a you version of a yeah. ventriloquist dummy. Okay. Where your mouth would move with the cassette oh, yeah. tape in the back. Yes. But we could get it modern, like the Yodo deal. You just stick like a card in there. Sure. But my, yeah. And then you could bring Tony Sexton to yeah to school for show and tell, and everyone could gather around, and you could listen to this program. Yes. I kind of like this. girls. Yeah. I'm Tony Sexton. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> They'll sell, like, uh, pancakes that you just warmed up in the microwave. Yes, yes. I made some of those for Sophia tonight. Wow. Wow. People buy those things all the time, I'm told. That's crazy. Hot cakes. Well, well. They sell well. Let's just, you know, let us know if you'd be interested in a in a Tony Sexton doll. And uh, well, let's just see what we can do to make it happen. Hey, we could listen to some music. Kids like that, That's I think. It's a great idea. Bro, I, I don't have any idea what kids like. All right. I'm grasping at straws here. Oh, well, they probably like music. What kind do you think they like? What's the new hot joint that we could really wow them with? The new hot joint? Yeah, as opposed to like the old lukewarm slash cold suck that you like. Interesting. I don't know what to say about that. My newest hot joint that I'm exploring is like Wolf Alice. No, not been you. around for a while. Not you, the kids. kids. Not some middle-aged white guy in a sailboat shirt. Sophia loves We don't this. want to listen to the new Christopher Cross <laughs> album. She loves a song on Yodo Radio that is, uh, the whole song is, do you want to know the parts of a worm? Do you want to know the parts of a worm? And then it's like a kid going, yeah. Do you want to know the parts of a worm? Yeah. And then finally it gets to the end and it says, the inside and the outside. And then the kid goes, cool. And that's the end of the song. Do you want to know the parts of a worm? You think they'd play that at Skating World? Maybe. Uh, I think it back to the drawing board, son. This is another one that's a chicken opera. That's really good. Let's play the new, uh, newest chicken opera for the kids. All right. Then we'll come back. Maybe.
Hi, this is Fast Eddie Clark from Motorhead, and you're listening to The Five Count.
Won't you play a song for me? The girl I love just said goodbye And I'm blue as I can be Oh, please, Mr. DJ Play that song I heard you play And send it out to someone Who broke my heart today You won't have to call her name She'll know it's meant for her Play me that song of sadness And I'll be grateful to use her Oh, please, Mr. DJ Play that song I've heard you play And send it out to someone Who broke my heart today You'll know it's meant for her Play me that song of sadness And I'll be grateful to use her Oh, please, Mr. DJ Play that song I heard you play And sing it out to someone Who broke my heart today Hmm, one, two, three, four, five, count Oh no, I didn't do that right I was trying to rap Damn it, I'm too early, it's too late Um, I'm in the club with rave pants and eggplants And a whole lot of live trout Listening to the five count Yeah, it's bus driver Yeah, I'm making model airplanes listening to the five count. Check you out later. Peace. I'm just here to hold your hand when you die. And the shoulder around the mansion every place is put in my lumps and my bloody stump. And it will have a spot in the perfect circle. Die in your sleep with the sky at your feet. I'll treat you when you're happy on the thing. You will find peace. How did you do? I don't know. I'm okay. Every person I know is a secret story agent. Cause I'm accused of lewd conduct. Stole the heart to rape her prom side. And I got a woman for my arrest. And put me in a little bit of funny part. Cause I'm gonna dead. But I'm just trying to hold your hand when you die. There was not a single person who could do it better. No need to skip it in my ecosystem. But in the audience, maybe leave a Christian HMO. How I hate himself. But it charged me for a halo. But I'm gonna scavenge a hunt for a bat for the chunk. Of the sky, river, of a pizza with a mud pie. I fed dead songs on the silk screen. By my shirt, it is a kill dream. It is not to lead away to the stairwell. To a gun's administrator for a center for the farewell. I'm just trying to hold your hand when you die. And he gave you a song rifle up an anna clip. Glow in the dark, put a skull in the park. Give it everybody informative pamphlets. No sign of life, poor far as I can see. Everybody just charged me to bend the car seat. Each should have died to the secret spy. Cause I have the funny feeling that I'm being watched. Paris, we did a 
Shout outs now. Peace to I'm just gonna hold your hand when you die. Purpose and dedicate all to be there too. Just gonna hold your hand when you die. And this again to send amongst the world will help you. Just gonna hold your hand when you die. Cause the fellowship and after will help you. I'm just gonna hold your hand when you die. To the minute empire hip hop clan too. I'm just here to hold your hand to die. I'm just here to hold your hand when you I'm just here to hold your hand when you Everybody in the 
Thank you. Yes. Thank you so much. You're so very welcome. Welcome back to the five count. Here it is. Tons here doing the Bartman. Yeah. Wow. You can do the Bartman too if you can, can. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's the five count. Hey, we're still here. Still on the air. I haven't vomited yet. Bet you lost a bet out there if you're listening. We're still here. I know. I'm amazed myself. Who's gonna Who's gonna bet against us, though? Really? Uh, everyone I've ever talked to or known in my life has really? been betting against us for years. That's ridiculous. And you continuously make them look the fool on a weekly basis. That's fantastic. I love it. I love that idea. Up yours, guy listening who doubted us. <laughs> I didn't think we would waste 940 consecutive Saturdays. Yeah. In your face. In your face, buddy. You were out there thinking, oh, pff, there's no way those guys could keep this up. They're probably bound to come up with some plans or somewhere to go on a Saturday in the next 18 years. Yeah. Has to be. Nope. Sorry, pal. <laughs> Got nothing. <laughs> Got nothing. Man. Well, I apparently had something for a few years or whatever, but then I came back. All right. Well, I'll speak for me. I have <laughs> nothing going on, and I continue to keep up that trend. Oh, man. Until you find me up here dead. Hey, why is there dead air? Dead jock. Dead jock. That's how I want to go out. Yeah slumped over a console that i'm still making payments on to do a radio show that i don't get paid for (laughs) oh yeah that's awesome worth it hey ton i got a message here from a guy sent it right to your face oh cool hi guys it's tony tone oh tony tone do you know this guy no wish i did i just wanted to say i enjoyed your made in america episode Somehow, I was picturing Ton in a Statue of Liberty pose wrapped in a full body cast. This might make a good album cover. Ton's one wheel sounds like riding a horse. (laughs) You never know when it will buck you right the hell off. I'm happy with my e-scooter so far. The main danger is taking one hand off the handlebar in order to scratch something. This must be executed very carefully stay safe out there love tony tony tone nice tony tone man i don't know what you come to do yes um tony tone he you know he's not wrong pajama jam he's yeah dude he's not wrong necessarily about the one wheel honestly dude it's a little precarious that's a big word. Yeah, you need to have some kind of cojones to be continually jumping on the the one wheel. That's a Spanish word. Yes. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you know, I don't know. Wouldn't There's, you say the cojones would be required for not someone that keeps jumping on it, but someone that keeps falling off it? Yes. Each time I fall off it, there is actually a grace period where I get back on and I'm like... It's it's almost like I'm re it's not like I'm relearning but I'm going through the what is even the word I don't know what the word is I'm looking for but it, embarrassment I have, to, I have to like groom myself again and tremendous get, pain like push through the fear factor again of getting like back to just 
like at my normal cruising speed is about 15 miles an hour but last time i fell off at 21 i was like for the next several days even though i ride it every day to work basically i'm i'm like going at 10 miles an hour all of a sudden and going like uh no you can go further and then it was like a period where i was at 15 i was like what if what if pushback doesn't work anymore but then i was like scared to try to get to pushback to make sure it works like what if what if that's why i got thrown off but then you push to that pushback and you're still like scared because you don't want to go flying off again and re-injure your same business and uh it is bad it's my shoulders both shoulders are still um not good where like i don't i haven't been sleeping well for like a few weeks because i even with i can take four ibuprofen before going to bed and as the pain still keeps me up at night like if it sucks. What about your cojones? Even tonight, I mean, the cojones keep me getting back on it. Like, I wrote it up here. Even tonight, like, I I will still, I'm not ashamed of it. I'll still, like, cuddle my, my daughter to sleep or whatever. I'll, I'll lay with her for a little while and scratch her back while she's falling asleep. And, uh... He does that to me, too. I don't know what it was, but even tonight, like, I got up out of her bed from that and my shoulders were killing me like terrible i didn't even want to lift my arms i didn't even want to walk downstairs i felt like tired and my shoulders were in pain and i have to like push through it and get back on the one wheel and ride it back up here it's like ridiculous you're my hero thank you so much you ever seen that movie adventures and babysitting yeah man remember that little girl who was like obsessed with thor yeah and then they went to that garage and they met thor yeah and he's like i'm not thor and she's like hey you're not thor and then he's like what i just said i'm not thor and she's like yeah i know jerk and but then she's like hey you probably need a helmet maybe that's why you're such a jerk and he's like hey man you're gonna give me this helmet and she's like yeah because you're a butthole why don't you just have this helmet (laughs) and he's like hey why don't you just take your car you know because i already got one of these at home because maybe he really is thor yeah. I just want to know if you remembered that part. Um, yeah, I totally <laughs> I don't remember it in quite the same amount of detail, but uh yes. Thank you. You're kinda like my Thor. Oh, am I really? Wow. You're kinda like my Albert Collins in that film. If that helps anything. It does. <laughs> minus minus the Jerry curl, but you know the rest of it totally there are you saying no one leaves this place without singing the blues yeah man yes <laughs> some guys out to get me and the girls probably dead yes and See? you out of luck <laughs> yes dude i'm with you why are we talking about this oh it's because it's a good movie good film yeah it is a good movie ventures and babysitting Hey, we also had, Elizabeth uh, Shoe. Yeah, yeah, I know you mm. have a thing for Elizabeth mm. Shoe. Oh man, I got more than one thing for. Her. Wow, you have two things. It's it's a it's an entire thing. It's a whole deal. Yeah, things like I a half have. dozen things for yes. her. Yes, oh, I just like really like her. You mm. gonna like give her some old weird knickknacks or? No, I'm not giving her knickknacks. Something you made out of pico shells at 
you're really proud of, but nobody else thinks is cool at no, all? No, that'd be super weird. You're telling me? I wouldn't give her that stuff. As saying I have multiple things is like a metaphor for feelings about her dust. Oh. Come on. I thought you were going to give her a copy of uh, the movie Link about the psycho monkey for her to sign no like you want her to autograph your vhs copy of link (laughs) no i wouldn't do that no have you seen that movie i don't know no i haven't it seems weird that we haven't seen that movie i feel like you and i have watched a a more than normal amount of angry monkey movies okay yeah maybe why is that not still happening? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea on both of those questions. I have no idea. Why has that happened and why isn't it happening I still? mean, you've got Link with Elizabeth Shue. Why don't we watch that Link movie? You've got uh, Chakra. Yeah. Uh, Monkey Shines. You know, that so Chakra movie. So many good movie, angry monkey movies. Chakra was better than I expected it to be, though. You know what I'm saying? Do you ever feel like people might say that about this show? Maybe. Like we're the chakra of public radio shows? Could be. It's better than I thought it would be. I mean, I thought it would really suck, and it just kind of sucked. So therefore, it seems really good in comparison to what I thought it should be. Yeah. That probably definitely happens. Like if you're going in thinking you're probably going to get an F, but you get a C-, minus, like you're going to be super stoked. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of the bar that we've set here. Absolutely, I feel good about. But do that. you think uh, do you think Elizabeth Shue feels that way? That's the question. Could ask her, I guess. I don't know that she would return your uh, phone calls. I know that you've been working on that for some time. Yeah, bummer. I'll keep trying. Keep trying. Ton, I got a message that somebody sent to the hotmail or the voicemail. Or the regular type. It's I have it is the point I'm trying to okay, make. Okay, he's Just got it. Give me a break. He's got a message. Somebody sent a message. They want me to play it so you can hear it. Oh, I love this idea. Who is that over? Th- oh, my goodness. Oh, hey, this is Jerry Seaver Stokeness. Uh, guess what? I am in Lesur as I speak. Oh, it took me years. What? 35 years almost to get here. I finally made it. I am amazed. I went under that under that bridge to get into town. And I found that little shed I was looking for. I took a picture of it. Oh, my gosh. It's a shed. Any shed. I could have took a picture of any shed in any town. But I had to drive all the way here to look at this shed because one of the most majorest days of my life happened inside that shed. I can't go into details. I had to go check it out. And it's Whoa. still there. And I'm surprised. Downtown Lesur, they, they It's, like, updated. There's new, like, it's, like, updated. Last time I was here, it was just, like, all junky and... You know, the Hardys and the ball crews and stuff. It's like hardly even there anymore. It's almost like it looks respectable. I can't believe it. So I'm going to go walk around, and I'm going to go see if this one church with this really weird wall is still there. I mean, I'm in Lesur, and I'm digging it, boy. Let's rock and roll, heck yeah! <laughs> yes! I have never heard someone so excited about being in Lesur. Dude, that is his day. That's his time. Jerry Severe Stokeness was 100% in his element right there. I am so happy for you, man. I am so glad that you've gotten to Lesur finally. 
What do you think happened in that shed? Something sexy? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Back in the days for Jerry's severe stokeness, it was like he was a BMXer and probably just uh, couldn't keep him off him. You know what I'm saying? Couldn't keep him off what? Couldn't keep Sheds? them off him. Whether it be females, males, dogs, cats, whatever. Wow. I, think, I had no idea. Who knows what happened in that shed? Well, if it's in LeSueur, it's a good possibility it was meth-related. Let's hope not. Well, I've seen Jerry, realistic, and he has all of his teeth, so it's fine. There's no meth. He wasn't doing meth. Come on. Ton, I'm just messing with you. You're just messing with me? <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> That's the type of highbrow entertainment you can expect out of this program. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> Done. You crack me up sometimes. Oh man. I'm so glad I could do that for you. Yeah, yeah. Me too. It's getting late. It's getting hot. Stuff that you say is way funnier than it usually is. Yeah. Dude, it's been hot, and I still feel like puking everywhere. It's Maybe just the should. heat. Could be good for ratings. Yeah, could Do we be. have those? We got that Arbitron action. Well, Ton was voted funniest local radio host in 2007. <laughs> that was an example of the... That's the, something that never goes away. Yeah. Wow. That's an honorary title, like uh, President or Sir Elton John. I'm so glad I have you to keep bringing it up over the years, you know. I'm so glad I have you to name drop, because otherwise I got nothing <laughs> happening for me. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. That's all right. It's probably better off. Hey, you know what we could do? Ton, I got a great idea. You're going to love it, or at least you're going to tolerate it, because you're stuck here. All right. Uh, remember that cute kid, Webster? Yeah. Like, he had no parents, so, like, those other people, George and Ma'am, adopted yeah. him. And they're like, hey, why don't you come live with us? And he's like, ooh. <laughs> yes, I do. And then they went to Washington. You remember that? I don't remember the Washington part. Oh. Well, you're in luck, Ton, because I happen to have it oh, right here. Wow. An audio version of their trip to Washington with Webster. Really? I think you're really going to enjoy this. Wow. Or at the very least, it's going to kill 12 minutes. All right. Then we'll come back. Hello, everyone, and welcome to your Webster read-along book. Every time you hear this chime, it means it's time to turn the page in your storybook. Now, if you are ready, we will start Webster Goes to Washington. Don't forget to turn the page every time you hear the chime. All right, let's begin. Webster raced into his room and hopped on the bed. Oh, do I have to go to bed, ma'am? He complained. I'm too excited to sleep. Catherine sat down beside Webster. You need your rest, she explained. Tomorrow is going to be a big day. 
Our flight to Washington D.C. leaves early in the morning. I still can't believe my essay on what America means to me won the contest. Webster said proudly as he slipped under the covers. George smiled down at Webster. You'd better believe it. Tomorrow we start a week-long vacation in Washington. All expenses paid. Your prize for winning the contest. The next morning, the huge jet streaked down the runway. With engines roaring, it climbed high into the sky. Seated at the window, Webster exclaimed, "Wow, flying is great! Will it take long to get to Washington?" Catherine took out a booklet from her purse as she answered, "No, Webster, only a few hours. Besides, I have this booklet about Washington D.C. to make the time pass quickly. It's full of interesting facts about our nation's capital." "Bet I know most of them." Said George, pointing at the book. Just ask me anything about Washington, Catherine. Okay. Who was the first president to live in the White House? George scratched his head and looked puzzled. George Washington. Catherine shook her head and pointed to the correct answer. Webster read it. Washington chose the site of the White House, but never lived there. John Adams was the first president to live in the White House. Well, I was close. Grunted George. He paused a minute. I bet you didn't know that the Washington Redskins football team was once called the Boston Braves. Catherine smiled sweetly and said, "I didn't know that." It looks like we're all going to learn a lot about Washington," said Webster happily. After the plane landed in Washington, George, Catherine, and Webster checked into their hotel. Then they were off on a sightseeing tour. Our first stop will be Ford's Theater," Catherine said as she pointed to a street map of the city. "That's where President Abraham Lincoln was shot. Do you know who shot him?" Webster nodded. "John Wilkes Booth. We studied about it in school." After a few blocks' walk, they reached the theater. An attendant took them inside and explained, "President Lincoln was watching a play called Our American Cousin when he was shot by Booth." The wounded president was taken across the street to William Peterson's house. There, Honest Abe died. You can visit the Peterson house too. Thanks. We will," said Webster, as the family turned to go. On the way out, Webster found a quarter lying on the floor. He picked it up and handed it to the attendant, explaining, "Somebody must have lost this." George smiled down at Webster and said, "Honest Abe would be proud of you." That night after dinner, Catherine told George and Webster, "Considering where we went this morning, I know the perfect place to visit this evening. Let's hop into this taxi." A short while later, the taxi stopped in front of the Lincoln Memorial, and the three visitors got out. Webster looked up in admiration at the famous monument, then said softly. Abraham Lincoln was a great man. He believed that men of all races and creeds are created equal, and that no man should be another man's slave. So he freed America's slaves. George knelt down and gave Webster a big hug. Lincoln was certainly right, and so are you, Webster. Catherine stood watching her two men proudly, wiping a tear from her eye. She said. That's enough sightseeing for today, men. I'm tired, and you should be too.
Holding hands, George, Catherine, and Webster walked back to the waiting taxi. The next morning, Webster's alarm clock woke him. He jumped out of bed and opened the door to the adjoining room. George and Catherine were already dressed and waiting for him. Hurry up, sleepyhead, called Catherine, smiling. There's lots more to see. Their first stop was the Pentagon. As they stood in front of the huge five-sided building, Catherine read from her guidebook. The Pentagon is the headquarters of the Department of Defense. It has three times more floor space than the Empire State Building. The Department of Defense. Hmm," said Webster thoughtfully. Now that reminds me of a military joke. Where does a general keep his army? Catherine shrugged her shoulders. George said, "We don't know where." A general keeps his armies in his navy," said Webster, laughing. Catherine and George laughed at Webster's joke too. <laughs> Later, they visited Arlington National Cemetery, where brave men and women who fought for their country are buried. Catherine and George said a silent prayer as Webster placed a flower on the resting places of President John F. Kennedy and his brother Robert Kennedy. As the day neared its end, the family visited the United States Marine Corps War Memorial with its famous World War II statue of Marines raising the American flag on Iwo Jima. After Webster took a picture of the statue. He turned to Catherine and George and said proudly, "I know what America means to me. It means freedom, and if necessary, fighting to keep my country free." In the days that followed, Webster, Catherine, and George enjoyed the many sights Washington had to offer, including the towering Washington Memorial. It sure is big," said Webster, looking up to the top. It reminds me of a giant needle," added George. "The Washington Memorial is over 550 feet high," explained Catherine as she read from her guidebook. One of the greatest thrills for the vacationing trio was their tour of the Capitol building. The tour guide explained, "Dr. William Thornton, an amateur architect, submitted a plan for the Capitol in 1793." For his design, Dr. Thornton won five hundred dollars and a city lot. A big smile crossed Webster's face as he exclaimed, "Gee, he won a contest just like I did!" The weeks sped by quickly, and on their next to last day, George asked Catherine, "Where to today?" Today we spend the entire day at the Smithsonian Institution. The Smithsonian is the largest museum gallery in the entire world. Hooray! cried Webster. I want to visit the National Museum of Natural History first. Inside were dioramas of people and animals in their natural settings. There were meteorites and jewels and dinosaur fossils too. Look at all the teeth on the Tyrannosaurus! marveled George. I sure hate to have this dentist bill," teased Webster. In the afternoon, they visited the Smithsonian National Air and Space Museum. They saw Charles Lindbergh's plane, the Spirit of St. Louis, John Glenn's Mercury space capsule, 
and samples of moon rocks brought back by astronauts Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin. What do you think of the moon rocks? Catherine asked Webster. Webster chuckled. They're far out. On the final day of their Washington vacation, Catherine made an important announcement. I've saved the best for last. Today we visit 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. What's that? Asked George, puzzled. The White House. Yelled Webster. George, Catherine, and Webster were very excited as they began their guided tour of the president's house. The guide explained to the tour group. The White House grounds consist of 18 acres, including the famous rose garden, which is now in bloom. Now, if you'll follow me, we'll go inside. The guide led the group into the blue room on the first floor and explained. The blue room is the main reception room. It contains seven chairs and a French clock, all dating back to 1817, when President James Monroe furnished the White House. Webster pointed at a portrait on the wall. Look at that! He said to Catherine. That's President George Washington," said Catherine. The guide pointed to the other walls and explained. In addition to Washington's portrait, this room contains portraits of John Adams, Thomas Jefferson, Andrew Jackson, James Monroe, and John Tyler. George turned to Webster as the tour moved on. In those days, people had to sit for hours and hours if they wanted a picture of themselves. Webster sighed and replied. Ah, then I sure do appreciate my instant camera even more. The next room on the tour was the ground floor library. Webster looked in amazement as the guide explained, "There are 2,780 books in here. They were selected by a special committee in 1963 and placed in the library. Almost all of them were written by American authors." Isn't that interesting? Catherine said to George as the tour moved on. Webster found it interesting, too interesting. He was still staring at the books for several minutes after the last person on the tour group left the room. Suddenly, Webster looked around him. Hey, where did everybody go? He raced out of the room into the hall, but there was no one in sight. I'd better find the others. Webster said as he walked down the hall, turning into one corridor after another, but he couldn't find anyone from his group. After wandering around for about an hour, Webster heard the clock chime twelve o'clock. Hmm, that reminds me and my stomach that it's lunchtime. I'm starving after all that walking. Webster stopped and leaned against a door. The door swung open and Webster toppled into a room. It was the Oval Room. A man and a woman were sitting there. They looked very familiar to Webster. Well, Nancy said the man. It looks like we have an unexpected visitor in our private sitting room. Webster froze in his tracks and stared. He couldn't believe his eyes. Oh,、uh, uh, excuse me, Mr. President. Webster gulped. And you too, Mrs. First Lady. I got lost. That's okay," said the first lady. "Sometimes I get lost in this big house myself. Are you all right, young man?" Webster nodded. "I'm fine, except I'm, 
I'm a little hungry. Here, try some of these. They're my favorites," said the president as he offered Webster a large jar filled with jelly beans. Webster took a big handful, saying, "Thank you, Mr. President." You're welcome, son. Now I'll have one of my aides help you find your tour group. I'm sure they must be worried about you. When Catherine and George saw Webster with a White House aide, they came running toward him in alarm. Webster, what happened? cried Catherine. Where have you been? George sputtered. We've been looking all over for you. He was in good hands, folks. The president's aide explained as she walked away. What did she mean by that? George asked Webster. Webster smiled from ear to ear as he held up a jelly bean. Webster, what is that? Asked Catherine. You might say it's a presidential suite. He replied. I can't wait to go home and tell my friends who I met in Washington D.C. Hello, this is Jelly Bean Johnson from the Time, and you're listening to the Five Count.
Doggies. Zip, snap, and drop. Mm. Easy access, BB. Yes. Before you get a chance to holler, stop. Besides, Rollo likes his freedom. Ain't nothing like a fresh pair of baggies. Now I know that's right. Everybody walk your body. Everybody walk your body.
going home. I can't dance like that. Well, baby, that's because you got those jeans on too tight. Now let's just take them off. What do you mean, let's just take them off? Come on, take them off. I got something for you to wear. Here, put this on. <laughs> you always keep lingerie in your glove compartment. None of my women wear gloves. Now put this on. But... But my ass. Hey, play on words. But all the girls will stare at me. All the girls in this neighborhood already wear camisoles. I know, but... That's because it's cool. Now let's get them jeans off. Okay, but I'm warning you. Warning me about what? Zipper's tight. Here, why don't you lay down? Oh, that's what I'm trying to tell you. Stop trying to tell me things and pull. But come on, pull. I'm warning you. Maris, wait, Mother Jesus. I told you. Damn, baby. How'd you get all that in them jeans? It wasn't easy. No, that's right. Mm. Well, I think you'd be more comfortable in this. I'm sure I would. Uh, I don't know. Hurry up, Grace. Song's almost over. My name's not Grace. I know. Hurry up, Grace. Man, these are weird. I guess the tag goes in the back. Hurry up. Okay. Okay, how do I look? Almost as good as me. Now let's go. Hey, Maurice. What time is it? Who's the lovely lady? Introduce us. I'll introduce you to a headache if you don't get out of my face. Okay, baby, now check this out. We're gonna walk till the song's over. In other words, meet me at the bar in 32 measures. Cool. Cool. And if you're good, I'll let you work the stick in my ride. This is Lita Ford. You are listening to The Five Count.
Yeah, welcome back. So, did you were you a fan of Webster when you were young? Uh, not really. That was the new song by Ozzy Osbourne, by the way. In case you didn't know. Crazy. Which Ton didn't, because he didn't hear it. No. Didn't I, hear it. I fixed it all in post. Fixed it. So... I just want to touch on this a bit. I remember, I recall Webster being on when I was young and seeing it. And I still, I feel like I could still tell that he wasn't really a kid when I was watching it. So I thought, even as a kid, I thought it was kind of weird. What was he? Well, how old was he when he was playing that character? Uh, I don't know, like kid age. He wasn't kid age. He was older than what he looked. How old did you think he was? Like mid-20s? Yeah. I don't think so. Well. I mean, I guess you could always look silently on your phone while we do a radio show. I'm going to do that. When was the show on? It started in 1983. Emmanuel Lewis was born in 1971. So he was 12. Okay. You thought he was like 28? He was ages 12 to 17 throughout the series. Interesting. Well, he definitely seemed older than what he looked in the show or what the age he was portraying in the show, right? I guess that didn't uh, keep me up at night, but... Well, it didn't keep me up at night, but I just remember like not being as interested in the program as some other people might be. He's in his early 50s now. How does that make you feel? I didn't realize we were even that possibly close in age. That you're only 10 years younger than Webster? Yeah. Like you feel like you guys could have been pals? I mean, well, I don't know about pals. I mean, I guess, yeah, if I would have met him somehow, I we could be pals, sure. Do you wish your adoptive dad was... Uh, George? Yes. Alex, what was his name? Karras? He played for the Detroit Lions, I think. Well. And then he was on Webster. I don't know if I do wish that he was my dad. That's a weird thing to wish. Do you wish I was your dad? No. No. You're real quick to shoot that down. (laughs) Well, so I'm not sure how I feel about that. <laughs> Besides, incredibly insulted. Well, it's a weird, it's a weird thing to ask, actually. So he was in Porky's. He was the sheriff in Porky's. You're telling me you don't wish your dad was the sheriff from Porky's? Correct. And I don't know you at all. This is a that is a weird subject. So um, let me just divulge into my headspace real quick. My immediate no was based on. Um, Don't say it. The thing that goes into my mind right away is like, well, you hate me. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be a motorcycle rider or like have any of the mechanical abilities and stuff that I have that I sort of like enjoy about my personality or my skill set in life. Um, I, I, it would, it would be totally different, but then when I think about it now, when I just think about it a little bit longer than a half of a second, it's like really interesting because things change quite a bit. Cause I'm, 
Okay, I'm gonna take the, I'm gonna take the oh, risk. Boy. I'm gonna take the risk of my father listening to the program, perhaps, which I don't think he does ever. But um, so a lot of those things that I enjoy about my personality and uh, kind of like skill set in life are uh, in part thanks to him. But in actuality, when I think about it. You're like a way better dad than my dad was to me. Like way better. So as far as like, like, yeah, I should have just been like, yes, if you were my dad. Because then like emotionally and just like having a connection with my dad, it would be totally different. I would be a totally different person is all. I knew it. So that was my quick no, is the fear of not being me who I know to be now. But really, it would be just fine, because I'd probably be better, healthier, maybe. You'd be a gentler you. Yeah. So, sure, Dust. I think you're a good dad. You know, good job. Just not yours. You weren't my dad, so it's just water under the bridge. What's the problem? We need to go fishing or something? No, I I don't care about fishing. You want me to take you to the nudie bar? No. Well, what is it then? What's the, why? What is it that I'm not doing for you, Tom? <laughs> I won't know unless you tell me. Because you want to be my dad now is what you're saying? I'll be your dad forever, Tom. <laughs> you know that. I'm always here for you. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, I don't know if you just like crack a couple brewskis for me or... Or duels? You know? No, man, we got to just watch cool movies together and eat pizza rolls or whatever. Um, You don't like cool movies. You can't eat pizza rolls, and you're not allowed out of the house. (laughs) So this does not seem like my fault at all. Oh, man. This is not due to your upbringing. There's something else at play here. Yeah, what a serious bummer. You know what, though, Ton? We didn't have a good time once upon a time, I think. Like, uh, I'm pretty sure, you know, if I had to venture a guess, even like 10 years ago, probably wasn't so bad. No, it wasn't that bad. We were here 10 years ago, Ton. You know how I know that? How? Because this is the part of the program where we go back 10 years in five-count history. Awesome. I know, right? Yes. See, if I was your dad, you'd be saying cool, hip sayings like that. I know, right? Okay, forget it. I take it all back. I know, right? I don't want to be saying that at all. I know, right? I can't believe that hasn't died out. I know, right? Ay, ay, ay. Hey, Ton, you and I were together 10 years ago. Guess why? Because we were doing the show. Guess with who? Give up? Yes. Uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Famer Ralph Johnson from Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yes. That was awesome. Remember that show? Yeah. That was good times. Earth, wind, and fire. Yeah, man. Earth, wind, and fire. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, they're good. We played so much Earth, wind, and fire. Like we did Shining Star. And yep. Boogie Wonderland. Mm-hmm. Got to get you into my life. Yeah. Did you know that they were in one of the all-time greatest films ever made? 
Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band starring Man. the Bee Gees and Peter Frampton. Yes. They had a starring role in that film. Yeah, man. And I'm guessing that this guy, when he agreed to do the interview, probably had no idea that the people he was talking to would spend 40% of the interview asking him about that movie. Yeah. Because I'm guessing no one else thought to do so or cared at all. So he was taken aback. Yeah, we're pretty good at that, actually. And I think he was impressed. Yeah, he was a nice guy. He liked talking to us. And that was 10 years ago, Tony. That's awesome. It really is, when was, you think about it. Yeah, that was a good show. That was a good guest to have on. I loved it. I like Earth's Winter Fire. I think they like you, too. They had a big resurgence, kind of, like last... I feel like last year... I think it was like a little less than 10 years ago. Yeah. And I wonder why that was. <laughs> yeah. I was all of a sudden seeing ads with their with September on it. Like, What time of fall. year? Oh, yeah, it was last fall. That makes sense. Yeah. I think September was in last fall. Yeah, well, it'll, it'll be coming up again here pretty quick. I think it fell in last fall. Yeah. Last it fell fall. last fall. Just messing with you. <laughs> See that? Oh, I hurt my other knee. Oh, man. <laughs> it's too much slapping. Wow. Careful. Stop that slapping. <laughs> oh. I am uh, reaching some sort of threshold of tiredness level. Like you're powering through and you could stay up the rest of the night no like you used to do at the church lock-ins when you were a teenager Uh, i didn't go to any of those and it's not that at all it's 100 percent the point where if i stop talking for more than 15 seconds i might be out might fall straight to sleep 100 percent huh that's what i feel just all of a sudden it's kind of hitting me like a ton of bricks how long not messing around 15 seconds. Yeah, I see you feel it too. I can see it in your eyes. Huh? You still awake? Man. What's the problem? What time did you get up this morning? Uh, six. Yeah, my son got up at five. And then my wife didn't want to be up at five, but then she wanted to shower. It's, I don't know. It was... It's one of those where he got up at five, she gets him, and then promptly brings him to me and says, can you get up with him? And I do. And he's raring to go. He's like powering up and hitting stuff and crawling around at mock speed. And Should have went back to bed. Now, if I was your dad and somebody brought you in to me at five in the morning, I'd say, F that. Yeah. Get that kid out of here. I'm not dad until seven. <laughs> Oh, man. It's called tough love. Yeah. I feel like you need some. It's the whole not sleeping because of the shoulders and then also a baby child thing. It's really. Why don't you sleep standing up like the coneheads? That's a good plan. It's a great plan. I wonder how that can work. Maybe I can just makeshift some like uh, tie down straps against the wall tonight. Right? Why don't you sleep in your car? Why don't you just sleep on my one wheel? Why don't you sleep with the fishes? <laughs> Why do you got to go there? Because that's where the fish live. In so the water. I will die, Dust. That's not a good fatherly type thing to say to your son. 
Get a good Come night's on. sleep. Yeah, get a good couple next centuries of sleep. Well, until the fish eat me. You'll be real refreshed. Yeah, I will. That sounds kind of nice now that I think about it. Just floating in a pool. Mm. Hey. Gus, you had me close my eyes. What is happening? Ton, instead of doing all your crying and whatnot, why don't we play another song? All right. You can sleep during this part, and I'll wake you up when we're ready to wrap it up. Love this idea. Stand and deliver. Not on your... (coughs) Let that be a warning to you all. You move at your peril, for I have two pistols here. I know one of them isn't loaded anymore, but the other one is, so that's one of you dead for sure. Or just about for sure, anyway. It certainly wouldn't be worth your while risking it, because I'm a very good shot. I practice every day. Well, not absolutely every day, but most days in the week. I expect I must practice all... At least four or five times a week, or more really, but some weekends, like last weekend, there really wasn't the time, so that brings the average down a bit. I should say it's definitely a solid four days' practice a week. At least, I mean, I reckon I could hit that tree over there. Uh, the one just behind that hillock. The little hillock, not the big one. On the... You, you see the three trees over there? Well, the one furthest away on the... 
sort of regularly veined and the veins go right out with a sort of um serrated serrated edges a willow yes that's nothing like a willow well it, it doesn't matter anyway i can hit it seven times out of ten that's the point never a willow shut up it's a hold up not a botany lesson now no false moves please i want you to hand over all the lupins you've got lupins yes lupins come on come on what do you mean lupins don't try to play for time I'm not, but the flower lupin. Yes, that's right. Oh, we haven't got any lupins. Honestly? Look, my friends, I happen to know that this is the lupin express. Oh, here you are. In a bunch, in a bunch. Sorry. Come on, Concord. Hey, this is Brian from Cuckoo Kangaroo, and you are listening to The Five Counts.
your pardon I never promised you a rose garden Along with the sunshine There's gotta be a little rain sometime
need five. It's the five count. Going into the stone zone with Stonehenge. Five count, baby. Stonehenge, where the demons dwell, where the banshees live and they do live well. Dennis Moore, Dennis Moore is not in this bit. Yeah, like the way you move it, go ahead and do the snap to the beat. To the beat, you can pop 
drop it, you can lock it, you can drop it, can't stop it. You ain't never heard a kid like me. I'm so awake, it's ridiculous. Come on, Tom. Thicker than a snicker. <laughs> wow. That's a good one. Welcome back to the five count. It's and that show that's on really late where the hosts fall asleep. Bet you'll want to tune into that. <laughs> See how long it takes them to fall asleep this time. Will you fall asleep first or will the actual hosts of the show fall asleep? Yeah. It's a race against time. Wow. And boredom. Dude, you are just bringing up the drama level real and quick. bad time slots. Yikes. I, of course, want to listen to now. Well, you're in luck, Don, because it's actually this show and you've been on it for 18 years. Good Lord. It's just, a long time. You say that out loud. It's like, what have you done with your life? I can't believe this is an entire week that's gone by and we have not heard from John from New Alm or Nikki Strudelmeyer. I think most of those people have given up. Although, Nikki S. and Tony Tone Tone are, I think, the only two people who join us on Patreon that watch at the movies. Yeah. And they both said they are open to shorter films because apparently they have trouble falling asleep too during them. And Tony wanted something Godzilla-related. Is there a short Godzilla movie? No, Godzilla was pretty tall. Yeah. Son of Godzilla, he was shorter. Like, stature. Is there a less lengthy Godzilla film? Nah, he was pretty long. I mean, when you go from, like, foot to tail. Yeah, the tail. Had a good width on him. Okay. Is there a Godzilla film that is a shorter duration of time? (laughs) You know, I think they all more or less take place around like the same few day period. Mm, yeah, the attacks. Yeah. So I'm guessing they're all right around that same time frame. Wow. <sighs> um, <laughs> you will do what we can for you there, Tony Dillon. <laughs> I was just talking about Godzilla to my daughter the other day. That sounds made up. So is the is the statue, the metal big statue in North Mankato, is that Godzilla? I'm pretty sure it is, right? No, it's metal, so that would be Mecha Godzilla. Okay, but it's a Godzilla variant. Sure. Work with me. I was trying to explain it to my daughter. She's like, that's a dinosaur, Dad. And I was like, no, it's, I'm pretty sure it's Godzilla. Well, it could be both. And she's like, what's Godzilla? And I'm like, well, he's kind of like a dinosaur, but he's like a <laughs> lizard, but he's like a dragon, kind of. It's like a... He's so many things to so many people. Yeah. And she's like, what do you mean? Like, he breathes fire? And I'm like, yeah, kind of. It's like a weird, like, lightning 
fire thing that he breathes. I don't. She's like lightning fire thing. You're confusing everyone, mostly I, me. It was tough. I mean, have you watched those? Doesn't he do? He does like that ah, thing, and it's like weird sparks and white light and smoke fire thing that he breathes. It's not the standard fire breathing dragon where it's just like a flamethrower out of his mouth. It's something else. I have no clue what you're talking about. I do know the show is over. All right. If you want to try to decipher what the hell Tun's saying, you could do so at thefivecount.com. There's a lot of old shows there. Please way, do so. Way too many for you to listen to in yeah. a lifetime. You could also join us on Patreon. We have a Patreon. You give us some money and we give you all sorts of other stuff and it's a real good bargain. It is. It's an excellent bargain. You could watch uh, some stuff we do or listen to some things. We just talked to Stonehenge and Billy Floyd shouts about wrestling for uh, what felt like seven hours. Yeah. That's on there. At the movies where we watch films that aren't Godzilla related. But it might be in the future. You also get early access to all of our shows, including the radio show that no one likes to listen to live on Saturday nights. You can listen to it on a Thursday morning. Like a real boss. Yeah. Anytime you want. And I guess uh, we're probably done. I think that's it. Just help us out if you can. Yeah. You love this show. Why not show it by spending $12 a year to listen to more of it? And be sure to hit us up at the five count hotline. 507-509-2030. See you next time. Now, boys and girls, turn the record over.